You've found the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Delight your soul, feed your spirit, and sharpen your mind with anointed teaching and discussion on subjects such as faith healing, miracles, end-time prophecy, holiness, and everything that apostolics love. And now here's your host, pastor, author, blogger, and teacher, Charles Rodas. make sure that you knew about my book called The Urgent Need of the Hour. The subtitle is Revival Praying. Hi, this is Charles Rodas. If your prayer life needs reviving or you want to learn how to pray intercessory prayer and break through with great answers to prayer, I do encourage you to get this book. Now, I do want to read you a few testimonies. Now, a lady by the name of T. Bright writes, after reading this, I have a better understanding and drive to pray. And Christy W. writes, The chapter Through the Veil will make you put this book down and pray immediately. Great points of help all throughout this book. Brandon C. says, This is an absolutely incredible resource that will light a fire under you. One more. Shelley says, other than the Bible, of course, this is one of the most important books I've ever read. Such wisdom and knowledge. Now, you can get The Urgent Need of the Hour on Amazon, or you can get it on my website at charlesarotis.com. Well, I hope you take a look at it. God bless. Welcome to Everything Apostolic. Well, this is Charles Rodas, your host again, and we're so glad that you're here with me and uh, get to talk in your ear for a little while and share the word of the Lord and some encouraging words in scripture here. We're going to talk about, as you saw, uh, uh, the title here today is You are a conduit yes you are you are a conduit you're a pipe for the spirit of the living god praise god praise god you know it's it's a sad thing to see sometimes saints that have been living for god for decades and it seems that if they are stagnant a church service doesn't move them service after service week month after month year after year it's just it's it's it becomes a dead religion it becomes something they did once they had once experienced once but today their fire has gone out their flow is no mo can i say <laughs> they they just don't have that flow anymore and i don't care if you're 10 years old or you're 100 years old i was in a um, men's conference meeting in illinois the other day and uh, great preaching we heard, but one of the elders there was 100 years old, uh, a minister of the gospel, 100 years old. I don't remember his name, but it was just great to see uh, a man of that age to get up there and still had a zeal to minister, live for God. This is not something that should get old to us. This is not something that should we should be stagnant. 
We should not be stagnant. It should not get old. It should not. Well, that's my religion. It's not my religion, honey. It is my life. It should be your life because you are a conduit. God wants to flow through you. He wants you to be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, prepared unto every good work. He did not mean for you to be a cesspool or some kind of a reservoir <laughs> or like, you know, in, in bigger towns, maybe even smaller towns, I guess. You, we see water towers. Well, he didn't, you know, you, we're not just meant to be a water tower to hold or to be a reservoir to hold water, amen. But we are to be a river, a, a, a outflow of rivers of living water. Oh, yes, we are to be that outflow of his spirit, his presence, his power to flow out. He wants to flow out of you. He wants to use you. You know, you've some you've got to open your mouth. You've got to open your life. You've got to be available and usable by the master. What if you went over to your kitchen sink, turned the faucet on, and nothing happened? You get up, turn that water on in the bathroom, take a bath or shower, nothing happened. What good was that? What good is that faucet? What good are the knobs if there is no flow? Amen. Praise God. We got to have a flow. And for you to be usable in the kingdom, there's got to be a flow from you. You say, well, you never heard it that way. Well, it, it's, a, it's a really a good thought because that's how you are used of God. If you will be a usable vessel, vessel that he can flow through is what he wants. So I'm going to read a passage here in St. John chapter 7 and uh, 37. John 7 and 37. In the last day, Jesus speaking, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. See, you've got to be thirsty to be filled. You've got to be thirsty to have an outflow. You've got to be thirsty to have this river. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, not believe as you want to, not to believe as some rigid religion tells you to believe on him, but you've got to believe as the scripture says. And when you do that, out of his belly shall, out of your belly shall flow rivers, plural, rivers of living water, powerful rivers, not some little stream in the mountain. Oh, I like those little streams go up to the Smoky Mountains, or I should say down, since I live in the north. But go to the Smokies and go up into the mountains there, and you see those streams. No, I'm not talking about, we're talking about a powerful river that moves things, or a river that, that can move anything that's in its way because it's so powerful. And the water runs deep and strong. Oh, what power they have. They change lives. Oh, that's right. These powerful rivers change lives. And see, he didn't create you to be a dam that you, you know, would hold everything back. There's people like that. They're, they go to church and they're a dam. They just, you know, the, there's no outflow. There's no tears. There's no weeping. There's no brokenness. There is no outflow of any kind. It's just that they're just a stagnant reservoir. They're a cesspool of carnality. They are just there. They exist. There's the liquid, the H2O, but lily pads, lily pads all over. 
the top frogs leaping around, bugs and gnats and scummy floaties all over the water. Who, who would drink that? But you get down into that moving, beautiful river. Oh, river to get out into and flow. That's what the Holy Ghost is. It's a flow. It's a flow. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow. He wants to flow through you. He wants you to be that conduit. He wants the, you to be a conduit that he could flow through you to other people. See, it's, as, a, as a cesspool, as a water tower, as a reservoir, you do no good unless there is an outlet. There's got to be an outlet. There's got to be a conduit. There's got to be a pipe that goes from that flow. And there's got to be an overflow where you flow out and the Spirit of God comes in and it comes in and it comes in. And you take it in through prayer and worship and praise and you take it in and you take it in but then you don't just keep it all in you you let it flow out and you let it flow out to others you let it flow out to the lost you let it flow out to those you're praying for the sick and the diseased the hurting the the broken the the, the abused the every everyone anywhere in your life that needs that river you've got to be that one that flows that conduit Praise God. You've got to be a conduit in your church services. Oh, everybody should be a conduit, not just the pastor as a conduit, preaching the word of God. That's great and wonderful, and it must be. And thank God for all the preachers. But you know what? Every saint of God in the pews, in the altar, on the platform, singing and playing music and doing all that we do. We all need to be conduits, but not just in the four walls of the building, not not just in the four walls of the church, but we've got to take this out into the restaurants, into the streets, the schools, the colleges, the workplaces, wherever we are, we've got to take this out. We've got to be able to pray for the sick and pray for those that are hurting and pray the prayer of faith and encouragement and strength, impart strength. And, and blessing and encouragement to others. That's right. Be a conduit. There is a flow that God wants you to have out of your belly shall flow. Who's it talking about? Oh, the person that got saved? Well, should be. But if any man thirst, he says, let him come unto me and drink. And when you drink and you keep drinking, you're going to get full. And then out of you shall flow rivers. Why? Because you've been drinking. It goes in, but it goes back out. It comes in, that it goes back out. There is a flow of the Spirit of God, and the Holy Ghost begins to operate in the nine gifts of the Spirit. And the Holy Ghost begins to operate through the Word of God and through the preaching of the Word and the teaching of the Word of God. Prophetic utterances and dreams and visions and and revelations that come. These are outflows of the Spirit. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Verse 39, but this spake he of the Spirit, which they believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, uh, my friend, there is no outflow yet. There's no outflow of you yet. Sure, you can love people and be kind to people and you can pray for people. But what we're talking about here is giving something 
that you have received. Jesus said, freely have received, freely give. And if you have received the Holy Ghost, you need to be an outflow of the Holy Ghost. You, if you have received the Holy Ghost, you need to be a conduit for the spirit and the presence of Almighty God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, thank God for the good Holy Ghost. I've had that Holy Ghost since 1980. Long time, long time. Thank God for this tremendous change in my life. Laid upon that floor, speaking with tongues for a good while. Drunk in the Holy Ghost. When was the last time you got drunk in the Holy Ghost? That's the problem. See, we just drink a little bit. Some people are just like, you know. Uh, you know, bad analogy, I guess. I, I'm not sure how else to, but you know what? It says in Acts, was it two? Uh, these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing as but the third hour of the day. So let's use that drinking analogy. It's in the scripture. But you know, there are some people that go to the bar and they just don't get drunk. They go to the bar night after night, week after week, you know, month after month. They go to the bar, you know, talk for a couple hours, have a few drinks. They go home. They didn't get drunk. But there are those that go to the bar and they get drunk. And there are those that get drunk and they stay drunk. I've heard more than one say how they lived drunk for years, literally, literally lived drunk. They constantly drank. And then you've got the binge drinkers. You, we've got Holy Ghost binge drinkers. Yeah, we've got Holy Ghost binge drinkers. And what do they do? They, you know, they, they go to a service, you know, about once every six months. And, man, they have a Holy Ghost blowout of their own and they get drunk. They speak in tongues. They fall out on the floor and nothing else happens for another six months. Listen, this needs to be happening to us on a regular basis. We need to be drunken on the Holy Ghost. We need to be full of his spirit. What did Paul say? Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. How are you going to flow out? How are you going to give if you're not receiving? It's not a one time in giving, uh, receiving. It's a, it's a constant receiving and it's a constant giving. It's the constant receiving more of him and it's a constant outflow through this holy, this holy conduit of our lives that we flow out, out of our belly shall flow rivers. It's not a one-time experience. Somebody got the Holy Ghost 88 years ago and they hadn't spoken in tongues since. I believe we should speak in tongues on a regular basis, real regular. I think you should speak in tongues. That's just my conviction. I believe that. I believe it's biblical. The Bible talks about being renewed in the Holy Ghost, being renewed in the Holy Ghost. Well, what's that? It's not just a good feeling. What happened to you when you first got the Holy Ghost? If you really received it, you spoke in tongues. You spoke in tongues when you received And when you get renewed in the Holy Ghost, you're going to speak in tongues. It's, it's the washing of regeneration. That is that initial new birth. And it says, and the re renewing of the Holy Ghost. So yes, we have the initial new birth, but then we get filled again and we get renewed again and there's an outpour again and that outflow again because we're not a dead stagnant reservoir containing and keeping everything we can for ourselves amen one man said the only way you can keep it is to give it away oh praise god praise god have you ever been by to the to a river i used to go fishing up here up north here uh, when I was younger, over to the Kankakee River, I've been over there several times fishing, and I remember uh, you would have these areas where um, where the bank of the river was kind of like an inlet, like a cupped out place, 
and the river would flow straight, but this cupped out place, there was no flow. It was a, a stagnant area, and you see the little bugs across the top of the water. You see the, the scum. You see a few lily pads. And No, no, no. we got to get out of that, and we've got to get into the flow. We've got to get into the flow of this mighty Holy Ghost River. I want to encourage somebody today to be an outflow for the Spirit and the power uh, of the living God operating in the gifts of the Spirit, being used of God. Amen. Oh, yes, it can be you. If it's not you, it can be you. Nothing's holding you back but God. Oh, no, no, no. Don't stop blaming it on God. Nothing's holding you back but the devil. No, no, no. Let's not, hold, let's not blame it on the devil. You know who's holding you back? Friend, you are holding you back. You're the only one that can stop you. God God's trying to encourage you to go forward. The devil, oh, he's scared to death. He'd like to stop you, but he can't. Only you can say no to this outflow. You can be that you could be that stagnant pool if you so desire, filled, but there's no outflow, there's no blessing going out, there's no speaking in tongues, there's no gifts of the spirit, there's no laying hands on the sick, no one being healed, no victories going out of your life to others. God didn't give us this to keep it. He gave it to us to give it away. Freely you have received freely give. Oh, my brother, sister, hope you're encouraged today by the word of the Lord. Amen. This is powerful, powerful word here, powerful word here. And if you can live in this power, you can walk in this power. Thank God for this mighty truth that we live, this mighty truth we have. I so praise God for it. And again, thank you today for being part of everything apostolic. Uh, until next time, uh, amen. Be blessed and uh, listen to this short message here we have. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating and review for it as it provides tremendous feedback to this ministry. Don't forget more resources are available at www. CharlesARotis.com. There you will find Pastor Rodas's books and also the newsletter and a free gift when you subscribe to the newsletter. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.